Would you say you're out for revenge in this game? You are. Correct? Yes. Yes. I, I this is a so. revenge yeah. story. Right. Right. It's this not, is Count of Monte Cristo, yeah. motherfucker. It's, it's not just like. But granted, you never get revenge, and you never will because Shenmue Three is never going to come out. But <laughs> you're you're sticking to your guns on that one, aren't you? Never coming out. Never coming out that game ever. <laughs> I cannot need to remind each and every citizen of Rapture that free enterprise is the foundation upon which our society has been established. Everywhere you go, everything you do, it's always done for death, pain, and misery. Our men are running from the battlefield. I'm ashamed for this place. Hey, Hoss! What, Brandon? It's time for the Video Struck Podcast! I'm only using that second take. So, nope. Uh, we're using them both. <laughs> that whole thing, right? I'm just going to leave that all in there. Just going to leave it all. I'm going to make you're, so many references to it that you're going to have to leave it in there. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to reference it as much as possible so that I yep. can't possibly edit that out. Nope. Ah, uh, we are back. The worst uh, podcast in the world the is worst, back. The worst podcast ever is back. Uh, we're a little bit late this week. It's fine. You're under the weather. No big deal. So That's pretty fucking sick. Yeah, you were pretty out of it. Um, so you want to hear the story about how I got sick? You know what? Let's go ahead and hear the story about how you got sick. Let's, let's do that. All right. Uh, about this time of year, this is, uh, this is our third spring doing this, isn't it? Uh, third spring, yes. Doing this, yes. Coming up on episode 50. We're at 49. No, this is our second spring doing this. No, yeah, you're at second spring, yes. yes. Uh... 2014. Well, second fall, we're coming up. The, yeah, 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 we're in the fall, not spring. Yeah, yeah, whichever. Whatever fucking month we're in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the spring and in the fall, uh, I get sick. So basically, right around the time we started this thing, mm-hmm. and then earlier on this year. Yeah. And then sometimes in the fall, right, I get sick. Right. Uh, I get I get sick. I get sick. I get um, gross. <laughs> I need to puke. Uh, no, uh, I, I have really bad allergies. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I should probably take medicine, but I don't like pills. Right. Uh, so I refuse to get tested for that. But I know exactly what I'm allergic to, and it's like ragweed content. Right. And we're really bad for it around here. The ragweed pollen is going really crazy. Right. Well, last week we had some temperatures in like the 70s. Sure. I was getting down at like 70 at night, and I was like, this is perfect. And right. I had all the windows open in the house, and I was relaxing, and I fell asleep. Yeah. Without just, closing all the windows. Yeah. And I sleep on my back. Right. With my mouth open. Yeah. So it all just... And it all just... All like the pollen just Got like, in <laughs> my lungs, and I got a really bad sinus infection. By the time I left work on Friday, like, everybody's like, hey, we're going to happy hour. We're going to go hang out and be friends, because we all <laughs> like each other. And I'm like, I am going to go fucking die. <laughs> And I'm just gonna collapse in a corner and die. So I came home and uh, I, I basically laid in the fetal position uh, until Monday night, <laughs> running 103 temperature pretty much the whole time. Yeah, just uh, uh, a really bad sinus infection. With, with uh, yeah. clutching my 3ds, <laughs> got a lot of 3ds time in. There you go, got a lot of 3ds. Felt time. pretty good. That's okay. That's okay. But uh, you know, you, I'm back. You're you a Nintendo fanboy, as we know, because yeah. all you talk about is that 3ds, right? Yeah, apparently I'm uh, a fanboy of uh, Nintendo because I own a 3ds for yeah, some reason. I guess so. You know, you, you, haven't, uh, you haven't talked about them for the good, better part of an entire year. 
And yet, because you're actually playing some of their games and talking about them, you're a fanboy. Cause I almost bought a Wii U the other day. Did, and, and you almost bought another Wii U, did you? Yeah. 200 bucks for a refurbish. Right. Uh, just because uh, the 11th of September, not September 11th. Yeah, right. The 11th of September, right. Nintendo would love for you to know yeah. that Mario Maker comes out. Right. Not to be confused with September 11th, <laughs> a day that will live in infamy, motherfucker. <laughs> we don't want that associated. Every fucking sign says the 11th of oh, September. September. Right. <laughs> it, like, I'm surprised they let September in there. It'd be like the, the 11th of the ninth month of the year. What's funny is that, like, because that's like, uh, it's like, I believe that's worldwide launch date. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how much that date has proliferated. Right. Like, I how? mean, there are like certain dates that, like, you know, Boxing Day and Cinco de Mayo and sure. things that we have kind of co-opted because we're such a melting pot of a country. Sure, yeah. But like, has our globalism and like <laughs> bullish nature with like forcing our tragedy down people's throats? <laughs> I wonder if like that well, date, like other people are like, do people kind of snicker and go, "Never forget." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like you know, other countries. Well, like, I don't know. If we boorishly remind everybody. I think we should. Always remember that day, as it did live in infamy, but... Uh, no, I'm just talking about people always. in other countries. Sure, sure. I mean, you know, I, I, I think, you know... Um, I mean, do they, do they have, like, you know, like... It's possible. I mean, when there's, like, the misprint shirts, or, like, the yeah. the shirts for, like, the, the winner of the wrong Super Bowl, like, the other team. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. we, like, ship those shirts we to, ship, like, yeah, like, Africa. Yeah, yeah. Are there, like, stacks of those Alan Jackson CDs everywhere? <laughs> like, where are you? Where are you? When they built the ladder to heaven. <laughs> like, I mean, this is oh, a weird boy. tangent. This but is like, a weird tangent. Um, I just wonder that sometimes. I, I don't know. There's assholes in every country, so I'm sure that, I'm sure there's people that snicker at it, you know? But uh, <laughs> I, I was just curious if uh, when they advertise that date in other countries. Granted, in Europe, it's 11-9 instead right, of 9-11. Yeah. Right, but yeah. I, just, I, I don't know. I just wonder if that sig- has significance in Europe or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I almost bought a refurbished Wii U, decided against it. I really, really, really want to play Mario Maker, but I am positive they are going to have crazy Black Friday sales. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'll pick sure. up a Wii U. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Because why the fuck not? Because I'm playing this PlayStation that I had to have. It's true. True. So much. <laughs> Other than Rocket League, that yeah, thing is right? just getting all the use. All the use out of that some bitch. Um, yeah, I've, I've made too. mistakes in my life, is what I'm trying to say. You know, yeah, I, you just you're one of those guys that needs the you need the whole caveat, man. You need the full library at your disposal. I think that's okay, isn't it? Isn't it? Fair enough. I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, a little bit of a news bits going out here. Not very much. Uh, uh, the Elite Xbox One was announced, correct? Yeah, that, that's an interesting uh, piece of hardware. Is it? Um, the uh, uh, the Elite Xbox One is a limited run special piece of hardware. Mm. It's not, It doesn't just come with the Elite Controller. Right. The Elite Controller being the $150 special Microsoft-branded custom controller with all the crazy flippers and everything. Sure. Uh, it also comes with a hybrid drive in it that's one terabyte. Okay. Hybrid drive being a drive that contains solid-state memory as well as standard spinning disk, mechanical mm. disk array. Right. Um, so 
and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's 160 gigabytes Whew. of flash in that. That's a lot. So the nice thing is, the especially with the new Windows 10 rollout coming out to the Xbox One and the new interface and everything, the entire OS will rest on that solid state. Right. And whatever two games you're or so you're probably playing right now will rest on the SSD, so they will, uh, they say, load 20% faster. Wow. There you go. And the nice thing about a uh, a hybrid drive, as I found out with my PlayStation, right, is that the hybrid drive will smoothly transfer the content that's being used right to it and off of it right intelligently itself. Huh? It just does that. Wow! There you go. All right. So that's it. Uh, but yeah, that, that's a special configuration that's only available at GameStop and okay. uh, the Microsoft Store. Wow. Um, <clears throat> basically because uh, the the other part about this is that that gets that configuration back up to $500. Wow. There you go. Um, because the... Uh, it's actually a deal at that price. I hate to say the word deal. <laughs> it's a steal at that price. <laughs> but if you go out and you buy a 500 gigabyte system... Yeah, right. And you buy the controller... Sure. You're at 500 bucks. Right. If you go out and buy the one terabyte system mm-hmm. that still won't load games as fast. Yeah. And you buy that controller, you're at $550. Right. Yeah. There's no way you can't crack open an Xbox One and put a hybrid drive in it. Right. You just can't. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. So Like, I've got a four terabyte so external hooked up to my existing system. Sure. Uh, and it's great, but it... It doesn't increase my, you know, uh, my speed of my loads. Right. Only I, cons- I considered buying that. one. Yeah, well, there you go. You've considered buying a new. Would you sell the one you have? Yeah, and then, yeah, and then just get a new one on top of it. Yeah, it's probably not a bad deal. I mean, you know, you'd be stupid not to. Honestly, come on down to games. No, we're not. <laughs> well, the way I'm looking at it right now, they got a fifty dollar uh, uh, promo trade in bonus right now. You know, you uh, trade in go. your system. I think it's like one seventy five for the box plus fifty bucks, two twenty five. Right. So I'm paying two seventy five difference. If I want to buy a controller by itself, that's one fifty. Sure. So I'm paying one hundred twenty five bucks, getting the you know the the flashier drive with it and everything. Sure. Brand new box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, there. As far as I know, there hasn't been necessarily a hardware revision yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, my system has been uh, sent back to the manufacturer once before. It has had a, a defect. It is a launch system. Right. Uh, I probably wouldn't be the dumbest idea. Yeah. To maybe change up at some point. I don't necessarily think we're there yet. I think I'll wait. Right. Just wait for something. Um, I'll wait for a hardware revision. Right. A slim can't be far. Right. A slim. And yeah. and I don't necessarily need a, an Elite controller. Right. I would like one. Right, yeah. I think so. they look pretty fucking cool. <laughs> uh, that looks pretty cool, yeah. yeah. But honestly, I'd rather spend about 300 bucks on a really nice racing wheel. Sure, yeah. yeah. And then get a slim design later down the line there, too. You can slide it in anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Stick it in all sorts of slots in your entertainment system. I'm going to shove it everywhere. Shove it all over the place. That's how we do it. Uh, Yeah. Only other thing is, uh, I guess, what you've been playing uh, a little bit for this episode. We're doing a two-part of this to me. This is pulling back the curtain. Uh, So a little bit of what you've been playing, uh, Haas. What did you play this week? Uh, I, I I played two games a lot. Yes, we'll talk about one this time. Talk about one we'll this talk time. Talk about one later this week on Absolutely. the second episode. Yeah. Uh, the game I'll talk about first is the Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Yes. Um, uh, that game came out <clears throat> to some smashingly bad reviews, or uh, was it? Was I don't necessarily think it 
got deserved all that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I am. I have not completely finished it. For those of you familiar with the Gears of War uh, story and pacing, sure. Uh, we are at uh, the Phoenix Mansion, which is the final act of that game. That is the beginning okay. of the final act of that game. Right. Okay. Uh, you go to the Phoenix Mansion. You find out. You find the plans. You get on the train. You kill General Rom. Right. Spoilers. End spoilers. Of the game. End of the game. Yeah. Spoilers. End of the game. Also, that one guy dies. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> What's the guy that dies in that game? Carmine. Also? Carmine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's never the same Carmine. There's just a bunch of brothers. That okay. I, I didn't know if that was a thing or if he was like a Kenny or like he like. Oh, Carmine's okay. <laughs> just in a coma or something. I don't know. <laughs> I hated that they saved Carmine in the third game because like. Yeah. I like the fact that they almost killed him like four times. Right. And then they finally kill him, quote unquote, at the end. Right. And then he's like, oh, I totally survived. I was like, ah, fuck that. <laughs> Garbine's gonna be okay. <laughs> fuck. Ah, shit. All right, so... Um, I was super bummed out when Marcus took off his fucking bandana at the end of Gears of War 3 and there was hair under there. <laughs> so he'd be bald. Somebody'd be bald. Took off his hat, bald, his yeah. fucking bandeezy. Yeah. And there's just all this fluffy hair under there. <laughs> it wasn't like, even, like, matted and gross. Is it, like, is it like luxurious locks just floating? No, it's out just, like, it's, like, kind of short crop, but, like, it had this, like, soft shading on it. Okay. Where yeah. it just looked like... My hair without gel in it? I was like, that's fucking weird. I feel like it should have just been like just luxurious blonde locks, kind of sausage curled, like beautifully quafted hair. <laughs> Either that awesome. or the dreadlocks from the remake of Bionic Commando just kind of shoot out of there. Like, just, oh no! He takes it off and like, kind of whips his head back and forth as it comes flowing down. You find out he was Rad Spencer the whole time. I totally had a robot arm the whole time! Ah, it's my wife! <laughs> my wife's in this arm. My wife. We need to talk arm. about that game. Well, at some point, we will, we will probably cover that game. Do you know I really like that game? You love that game. Uh, you've talked about it quite a few times, actually. I um, really like that game. Yeah. It's, the swing mechanic in that game was incredible. Right, right. And uh, your wife is an arm in that uh, game, which well, is... A weird plot point. I, Part I of her like, is in there, right? You know, it's like they just kind of bundle, just kind of bundle her up and shove her in. Is that? I, how I that really works? like the line. Uh, That's people you're breathing. <laughs> I, I thought that line was really good. That's people you're breathing. I won't give away all the, eth- uh, so, the Easter eggs. I know there's a lot of Easter right. eggs for that game that I really like. So, yeah, Gears of War one. Right. Fantastic. Me and uh, uh, me and my buddy Todd have been playing through it in co-op. Uh, I believe I've talked about this before. Me and him played through all the Gears of War games right. uh, in uh, two-player co-op on Insane every time. We're doing it Insane this time. Yeah. Uh, hardest difficulty level. Boom. Uh, pretty much walked through it. Nice. Uh, had, uh, like, two spots that have given us some trouble. Right. Uh, one spot we knew it was going to give us trouble. Basically, any spot where it splits you up and you die instantly if you go down. Right. Um, is kind of a bitch in that game. Right. No revivals, uh, no... There are all these... Feet. Yeah, there are all yeah. these parts in the first game where they're like, okay, like, you know, Marcus and fucking Cole are gonna go over here and Dom and this guy. Right. Later on, they just go like, uh, Marcus and Dom are best friends. They should probably be a team. <laughs> yeah, And then yeah, Cole yeah. and Baird are fucking weirdos. They right. can go do whatever. <laughs> they should go do their thing. 
So, yeah. uh, but like, really, it's a Gears of War one thing. But yeah, it's it's all the spots that gave us trouble before. Right. Uh, but for the most part, we've pretty much fucking high stepped through this entire game. There you go. Uh, the one part that gave us problems is the minecart section. Okay. That's the one part that, like, uh, funny thing. Last time we played through it, I kept dying. Okay. And this time. This time. Todd kept dying. <laughs> That's a and There is a fucking or, part of that game yeah. where you are rolling through here. We can quote all the dialogue verbatim, <laughs> timestamps and everything. Anya, we're going into the incinerator. Reroute the carts now. <laughs> and then as you're rolling through, uh, fucking goddamn Coltrane says, the train is at home on the rails. <laughs> <laughs> fucking game. You know what? Yeah. That game's okay. All right. Cool. Uh, so, I, 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 I'm... Hi- higher than most reviews that the, that's been given, I guess, would you say? or? I have a really hard time giving that game, like, out of five stars, a four. I would give it a three. Okay, yeah. Uh, right. That game is totally acceptable if you are a fan, if you have a friend to play through it with, or you are very predisposed to play the multiplayer. Right. I am fuck awful at that multiplayer. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Because the Gears of War yeah. 1 multiplayer is much more, I'll say, one-dimensional than the rest of the multiplayer in that has been. Right. It doesn't have the horde mode in it. It's all adversarial, and it's got way less weapons in it. Right. And it's all just fucking, it's either stick somebody with a grenade and jump away, <laughs> or roll into somebody, hit them with the Nasher shotgun so that they jib out roll away. Right. And it's just people, like, nobody using any cover, nobody using any of the tactics, it's just roll, jump, roll, jump, roll, jump, roadie run, roll, jump. Sure. And yeah. it, <coughs> it's, it's, uh, it's not for me. Yeah, it feels fakey, it feels, you know, Well, it, it's like, just, it's, yeah. it's not what I consider to be fun. Sure. Um, sure. granted, it's probably not fun because I'm fucking terrible at it, <laughs> but like Gears of War 2 and really Gears of War 3, thing. I ended up getting good at that because they added a lot more spectrum to combat, uh, they added, a, a bigger environments, I'll say that as a whole, Gears of War 2 and Gears of War 3 much larger games. Right. Because, you know, especially going back now with Gears of War 1, uh, the upgrade that they did visually, uh, a lot of people kind of shat on it. I think it looks pretty good. Hmm. But the one thing that becomes super, super obvious is, man, you are walking down a hallway in that game. Right, yeah. You are walking down a beautiful hallway, (laughs) but it is a hall. But it is a hallway, and that's, you know... And there's a couple of moments in that game where it does open up, and it becomes so, like, almost shocking. Right. Where it's like, uh, uh, when you go to set off the... uh, not the light mass bomb, but the thing that's going to map the locust tunnels. Right, right. You go down there to set off this device. And the final station is the first area where the uh, where the uh, their Imperial Guards that have the torque bows are. The explosive arrow darts. Sure. Uh, my favorite gun in the game. Sounds pretty cool, yeah. Uh, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, I am lethal with that goddamn thing. <laughs> um, the... Uh, the nice thing about that area, it's it becomes like almost like staggering about like what am I gonna do here? Because it's this huge square where there's like ten guys and you gotta kill them all. Right. And right. it's not a hallway. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden it's like, like oh, oh it is. It's I can like, go anywhere. Yeah. And yeah. you almost sort of don't know what to do. <laughs> and you end up getting shot in the back a lot because you're like, oh, they come from behind me because it's not a hallway. It's not a hallway anymore. We're not 
in a straight line. Yeah, I'm not going to kill everybody and walk forward. Yeah, go figure. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, I've had a good time with it, man. I, uh, I I don't recommend buying it at full purchase. Right. Um, if you're somebody who definitely doesn't like Halo, um, they're bundling that with systems now. If you're going to buy a system. Right. Um... Uh, and you're not looking to buy the Forza Motorsport system or the Halo, or the 5, Halo system, 5 system, yeah. Uh, I would recommend you know picking that one up uh, if you've liked Gears in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. You know it comes with uh, you know the 500 gigabyte or the one terabyte. So yeah, uh, that's an option out there uh, for you guys. Uh, at 40 bucks, I don't feel like it's worth it. Right. But when that thing's 20 bucks or like 15 bucks on a GameFly sale with free shipping, right? I say pick it up if you if you liked the original and you've got a buddy to play it with. Uh, or if you're just if you're one of those guys like me and my friend Todd who just I really fucking like playing Gears of War with him because yeah. we're really fucking good at it. <laughs> we have a really good time, and right. I will fucking pin him in a corner, yeah, and just start changing guns at him, <laughs> and just start jamming him out. And go like, hey Todd, you got one of these? What about this? Have you seen one of these? You got one of these? What about that? You got one of these? I've seen this. What about that? What do you got? And we'll just change guns at each other, right, for minutes at a time. That's hilarious. It's fucking great. Block a door <laughs> and just change guns at him. Right. Yeah. It's so much fucking fun. <laughs> Now we say change guns. You mean change and then fire? Or, no. Oh, just change. Just, just pull them out. Because like out he guns. will just start reaching around and putting guns away and grabbing new ones. <laughs> yeah, like, have you seen this new gun I got? Have you seen <laughs> no, this one? What about that? that? <laughs> have you seen this grenade? Check it out. I got a flare over here. Have you seen you that? Know, yeah. When a game creates its own fun, I think that's when it's uh, when it's a winner. Honestly, between uh, that and Resident yeah. Evil Six. Yeah. Where you could like roll forward and flip and land on your back and yeah. do a crab walk. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like me and Jet Force Gemini. Was say, it's a Jet Force Gemini. We had this whole thing. With, if anybody's seen that dumb review we had, where we just crawl around on the ground for like twelve minutes. And I will find <laughs> a dumb way to get around and just do oh, that. And what's that one uh, open world game where you just hang outside the car like all the time? Oh, uh, Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, yeah, Sleeping Dogs. You'll just like you'll just be on the outside of the car and You know what game I love? Yeah, Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. You, you do love Sleeping Dogs. You've talked about it on here before. And uh, you play it like a crazy person. There's also other games you play like a crazy person. But we'll be covering that in the next episode. Cuz this episode, we're back to Dreamcast yet again. Uh, we're revving up for the... We're back like a vertebrae? Back like a... What? Like a vertebrae? Well, oh, I get it. Okay, see, I didn't didn't make the connection there. Back, it. back, vertebrae. Got yep. it. Spinal cords. Yep. All that jazz. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're covering all the... We're, we're covering like a slip disc. <laughs> we chose three big games for us to recover. Last week, uh, or two weeks ago, we covered uh, Sonic Adventure. Uh, somehow didn't throw that thing completely under the bus. That was amazing. I think that was pretty, uh, you know... It was restraint. Pr- pretty good. It was restraint. It was pretty good of us, I think, honestly. Um, we earned that Sonic vote back. We earned that Sonic vote back. Those Sonic fans We're gonna are gonna like, woo those fans. Those guys, uh, they didn't completely shit on Sonic <laughs> Adventure, so... Okay, well, we'll give them another shot. Um, we'll get them back, man. We'll get them back, I tell you. Um... We're covering today. I wonder if they have like a weird vernacular for Sonic games, like oh, uh, you know, we're look or today we're gonna be talking about SA ninety nine. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Garen fucking T. It's like the Star Trek, like <laughs> no, we're talking about TNG with the uh, SA DX uh, two thousand two. 
Uh, which was the Sonic Adventure DX remake uh, and re-release uh, with extra added game content uh, for the Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> Original release Sonic O-S-O-R-S. And, and I don't know if you can hear this, I continually push my glasses Pushing up. Pushing the glasses up. So much so it's going into his forehead. Yes. I think it's, it's kind of terrifying, honestly. Um, Pushing it into my hair. Pushing it into the hair. Um... So yeah, no. Today we covered uh, one of the one of very revolutionary games of its time, uh, and an exclusive uh, at the time. A hot exclusive. A hot. Scloosie. Never been re-released anywhere else. Anywhere else has never been re-released. Shenmue for the Sega Dreamcast. Um, this game is an open-world game, uh, the first of its kind. This was, as we said while playing it, pre. Grand Theft Auto, pre-Mafia. Well, pre-Grand Theft Auto 3. Pre-Grand Theft Auto 3, you know, pre-Mafia. Uh, All those games, they, they came after this. This was the first one where you could walk around and explore and talk to whoever, any one of these creepy people you could absolutely have a, a strange conversation these with. strange Japanese <laughs> robots. <laughs> that will turn to look at you as if they've just broken their own spine. <laughs> But their mouth is still moving. They can still move the mouth. From the neck up, they're okay. But like My favorite part is that there is... The mouths move. Yes. Yeah. Which is... And, you know, and on certain characters, the teeth move independently of the lips. Yes, they do. Yeah. Like the dad. And they move. Yeah. But the interesting thing about that movement... Yeah. Is that it's like there is a last like black elastic between right. the teeth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can only stretch so far. So far, it's, it's always like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they can never lift it very far up. Um, it's like the skeletal structure of those three D models wasn't made to bend that far upwards. Um, yeah, it stretch those textures any far. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, this game. Uh, shall we go through the the plot of the game? Uh, you open it up, uh, when, when can you start playing this game? Like, 12 minutes in, I think? It's like 15 minutes of cinematic. I Well, what do you consider playing? Well, yeah, true, because you can, like, you walk through a certain area at, at the very beginning, right? Yeah, I didn't touch it yet. You didn't touch it yet. Okay, yeah, you're just walking through. No, well, I mean, after the opening sequence happens, right? you wake up, Yes. and you stand up, yes. and you walk two steps... And then your mom talks to you for like another two minutes. For like minutes. another two minutes, yeah. It's like 10 to 12 minutes before yeah. you can actually really play the really game. Really actually play the game. The, the opening cinematic of this is uh, pretty epic for its time. You basically come back to your dad's dojo. Uh, one of his students is there. Fukusan! Fukusan! And he gets uh, kicked out of kicked out of the freaking door. And he's like, oh, your dad, go help him or something. And so you go... And uh, this Chinese dude is in there. Is half Chinese? What is he? Is he Londi? Londi. He's like he's Chinese. He's Chinese. Full Chinese. Okay, yeah. So uh, Londi's in there, and he's uh, beating the crap out of man your dad. in a green tunic. Written a green, yeah, like like the Chinese like dragon printed tunic kind of deal going on. Uh, Looks like he's gonna serve me some sick <laughs> sushi. Yeah, some really good. Uh, uh, very lao mein, very very decorative. <laughs> yes, so some really good lao mein. But he's he's kicking the shit out of your father, right? Just beating the shit out of him. Um, two men in black suits are just kicking it. Two men in black two men in black suits. They're just like whatever. Just let him do his thing, you know. They got the they got the sunglasses on. They're men in black, straight up. Uh, oh, eh. 
Here comes the men in black. Remember when every single movie had a song attached to it? Galaxy Defenders. Uh, you're getting Willow excited over that. <laughs> um, but no, 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 Willow. <laughs> I had to cut you out twice from the last one. <laughs> you crazy little... Anyway, um, so... You come in, you try to save your dad, doesn't, doesn't work out so great, he grabs you by the neck, he starts, oh, I'm going to kill your son unless you tell me where the mirror's at. You don't know what the mirror is, and so, whatever. It uh, matches his sweet jacket. It matches though. his sweet jacket, he wants the mirror. Um, He's totally going to go with his outfit. Yeah, so, you know, he he drops he drops him, but he kills your dad, and then he takes the freaking artifact away. So you're left there, like, oh, my dad's dead, oh my god, and four days later you wake up, right? Or is it... Four days later, four days later, and then you you start playing the game uh, from when, from your dad dying. Uh, pretty much, you're December third when you wake up. Yes, you're out for time matters. Yes, time does matter in, in this, this game. game. Yes, absolutely. Um, would you say you're out for revenge in this game? You are. Correct? Yes. Yes. I, I this is a so. revenge yeah. story. Right. Right. It's this not, is Count of Monte Cristo, yeah. motherfucker. It's, it's not just like. But granted, you never get revenge, and you never will because Shenmue Three is never going to come out. But <laughs> you're you're sticking to your guns on that one, aren't you? Never coming out. Never coming out that game ever. <laughs> um. Hey, here we are, fucking fifteen years later, <laughs> and I could jerk off in a salad and tell you that it's fucking delicious, but that doesn't make it so. But, I don't know, okay, whatever. Um, but what if somebody crowdfunded that salad um, and said we have genetically altered... Somebody's going to pay me to come in a salad? <laughs> you know, we've genetically altered uh, Hoss's cum to taste exactly <laughs> like ranch. <laughs> and it'll make this salad perfect. Uh, would you believe him then? I don't know if you would. Uh, but anyway... Um, Dude, my... For real. <laughs> If we could do that, my cum tasted like ranch dressing. <laughs> okay, this is. I don't want this to be a tangent anymore. <laughs> uh, moving on. So yeah, basically, you go around, you talk to people, you try to figure out the mystery, try to find, uh, try to find the guy who killed your dad, uh, so you can beat him up. Tom the hot dog truck. Yeah, Tom the hot dog truck. Little girl with a kitty cat. Little girl with a kitty cat. You name the cat. You name the cat. You give him Sega Saturn in your living room. Yeah, Sega Saturn. In I'm just gonna room. start saying words. Just, just the things that happen in this game. Dad left you a letter. Yeah. Fukusan's got a head injury. He does. <laughs> Keeps forgetting that your dad's dead. <laughs> that was in our head. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, this game. I played a lot of it when uh, I was younger, or when this game first came out, and everything. Uh, it was one of the games that the you know that, that they got with their Dreamcast or whatever. A few of my friends, so me and my brother were over there all the time, and we were playing us some Shenmue because there was nothing else really like it. And we we're like, this is really cool. And uh, I remember uh, they fell out of it pretty bad. Like towards the end, they were just like, I'm done with this. Like I don't probably know, like forklift driving. Yeah, probably the forklift driving. Um, we never finished it. I remember never finishing that game. What? We never finished that game. Did you uh, get to the forklift driving? I, I think we might have gotten to the forklift driving. I, you know, they they'd play it. Were you at the docks? Well, they would play it independently. For, yeah, we did find sailors. So uh, yes, I, I remember that specifically. Um, uh, do, do you they, know there are some sailors around? There are some sailors around here. Um, what the fuck are you doing, Rio? <laughs> Gee, I, don't know, I thought you were looking for your dad's murderer. Why are you looking for that? Um, so yeah. I'm looking for somebody to sell me some meth. Some meth. I'm looking for meth. Do you have any meth? <laughs> <laughs> so 
So yeah, um, I had some on the day when the snow turned turn, away. Turn. <laughs> I think it was snowing. I don't know. It might have been the meth. Are you saying that you had cocaine? You had some snow, <laughs> and then it turned to rain. So are you saying you had PCP? I do like to get wet. I do like to get wet, yo. Um, Fucking Turbo Teen. Turbo Teen loves to get wet. Uh, it's the worst podcast. Nobody's going to understand what any of this no, means. No, none of it. This is awful. I can't use any of this. It's all inside we're, jokes. We're starting over. We're starting over. Nope. We can't do this. I'm right. not. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Um, so, yeah, basically, we never finished this game. Never played Shenmue 2. I don't know how this game concludes, uh, honestly. Um, how does this game progress and include... Because you have to, like, take your clues and talk to people. You get more clues. You help certain people out. They give you clues after you help them out or you discover more. And you're trying to find the guy that killed your dad. Um, and uh, what, uh, like, how does this conclude? What you happens? get a girlfriend, you beat up some dudes at a tattoo shop, uh, you get a job down at the docks, That's cool. uh, you find out that Londi was down there, right. uh, and that he's involved with some mafioso right. uh, that were kicking it down by the docks, and then you find out that uh, he went to China, and then... Uh, you have to fucking race a bunch of forklifts, mm. and then at the very end of the game, uh, you uh, that dude that's working on that motorcycle, you get to drive that motorcycle. Oh and yeah, there's a whole chase sequence that's basically like kind of road rashy, <laughs> uh, sort of outrunny. It's kind of road rashish. <laughs> well, and that's yeah, like I, 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 well, when I do the thing here in a little bit, we'll get into some of the mechanics sure, and everything, but. Sure. Uh, this is definitely uh, Yu Suzuki yeah. trying to make a game that is the sum of all of his parts. Right, yeah. And it kind of doesn't necessarily work or meet any of his parts, <laughs> really. That's well. typically what happens when you try to amalgam a bunch of things into one. It never really becomes a complete one of any of those things. He made something <laughs> pretty fucking interesting. He did. He made something very intriguing. That's for certain. I would say... I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's it's an experiment, to say the very least. Um, this game's very interesting. You mentioned that Yu Suzuki uh, uh, casted the people to voice act these. Oh, yeah. Uh, based off of how they appear yep. and whether or not they could act like... Like, he casted people as though he were casting for a live-action movie. Yeah. To match the the you know the people who were in it, rather than hiring voice actors, <laughs> so every line spoken in this game is just utterly terrible, like just yeah, awfully bad. Just I'll say this to be fair, <laughs> yeah. At this time, voice acting in all games yeah. was real, real bad. It was never good until what? Like, what was the first well voice acted game? Um. Maybe Final Fantasy X, and that was awful too. Like, no. like I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid had its moments. Yeah, but it was so over the top. Yeah, it was cheesy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's a good question. I, I, I'd love to know. Right in Grand what? Theft Auto Three. Yeah, maybe Grand Theft Auto Three. Some San Andreas had some. Uh, yeah, San Andreas is 04. Yeah, oh no, four. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Vice City. That's the one I meant. By that's 2002. That's 2002, and yeah, that's when you had Ray Liotta and stuff like that. It's like you, you started. And the get, original Mafia had some some you know, good voice acting. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing with me is that it's 
there were lines delivered. There were characters that were good in games before this time. Right. But I'm talking about an entire cast where you look at that and go, none of that felt like, whoa! (laughs) (laughs) None of it felt like they were actually talking to you. Ever, at any well, point. Just, or, like, you have those moments where you go, like, nobody thought to re-record that? <laughs> Holy fuck! No, no director sat there and went, can I get another take on that, please? <laughs> like, never happened. Never yeah, happened. Like, just, who fucking hit the stop button and went, nailed it! <laughs> keep going, keep going. Get the next person in there. Uh, yeah, um, you know, it, it was before, like, voice acting direction for a video game was really a thing. Like, you know, you get full-on productions for this stuff now, you know. You got, you know, Marcus Phoenix in there, and that's a full-on, straight-up animated production. You're doing voice acting. You've got John DiMaggio there. He's being directed on exactly what's happening in this game and why he's delivering that line. Well, and It didn't happen then. And one thing that I think is, is really uh, underappreciated now is that you know, I think Half-Life had a really good voice uh, yeah. voice cast, even Half-Life the original did. game. <clears throat> but, you know, one thing, it's another Valve creation, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, sequencing and syncing yeah. to moments. Yes. I don't necessarily think people focused on that super hard until Portal. Until Portal. Portal was the time. Um, where you hit certain keys in that game. Granted, they didn't have to worry about people talking at you. Right, yeah. But what that game, I think, made a lot of other people think about was the way that your actions would be accompanied right. by a voice. Right, yeah. And there are a lot of moments in that game where it's so ambient and so perfect and so on point and so laser sharp yeah. for the moment. Mm-hmm. That it makes perfect sense, and I, they definitely capitalized that on uh, yeah. uh, on Portal Two. But I mean, you know, right. when you take the caliber of performances like you get out of LA Noir or Portal Two, and and then you compare it to what we were getting ten years before that, because those are twenty ten games. Sure, yeah. And you're yeah. comparing that to what we were getting in two thousand yeah. with Shenmue. It's there you it's go. like you're trying to drive a car with a square <laughs> wheel, man. It is. Speaking of driving a car with a square wheel, how's this game control, Hoss? <laughs> like shit. Yeah, you, you drive like a tank. You're a person, but you can't turn around. You can't, like... when when you go. Here's the problem. Yeah. I don't think tank controls in Resident Evil are bad. Okay. Do you know why? Why's that? Because I can turn myself... 360. In 360 degrees. Mm-hmm. I don't tap right on the D-pad and move 90 degrees. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the problem is, when you actually go to turn, you don't turn 90 degrees, he starts walking in a 90 degree arc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It becomes, you can't, like, you know, like, you, you fiddle with a joystick before with a, with a game where you're just, like, going in a circle and they'll just, you know, spin in a circle. He doesn't do that. He has an axis in between his turn. Like, there's no... You can't turn on a dime with this guy. It's literally... And the worst part, the thing that highlights this worse than anything, is the fact that the first part of the game is in these tiny little hallways in your house. So it's immediately apparent that your walking is just awful. I I just... What a design decision. I just uh, It's so bizarre. I, Most of the game is not impacted by this greatly. It's true. Uh, you can definitely tell, like, in a lot of ways, 
that this game is built upon the Virtual Fighter 3 TB yeah. movement system because mm. that's how the fighting works. Yes. Once you get into the fighting and the training, you can absolutely see it looks exactly like any Virtual Fighter. Probably one of the best looking Virtual Fighter moments but at the time, obviously. But it's it looks exactly like their fighting style. Well, like, we went exactly. over to the to the practice like parking lot, and I was banging out Akira combos. Right. Yeah. And they were working like Akira combos. Right, exactly. Yeah. For Virtual Fighter. Virtual so. Fighter. Yeah. Go figure. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. it's all like you know punch punch hold block punch dodge. Yeah, because as you know, as most people listeners know, uh, uh, you uh, Tezuka is that is that it? you. Yu Yu Suzuki? Yu Suzuki, sorry, yeah. Yu Suzuki, he created Virtual Fighter, so Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean it, it, it's it does the fighting control well? I mean I I don't, I don't yeah, think I ever actually did so it does, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, fighting's perfect. When you're fighting a dude it it, uh, it works out perfectly and everything. So I, I yeah. have zero complaints when it comes to yeah. uh controlling that game in a fighting scenario or the QTEs. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Is it time for me to do the thing? It is time, Haas, for you to do the thing. So, all right, do the thing. Shenmue is one of the most important video games of all time. Okay, and here's why. <laughs> uh, Shenmue was a game that was being developed by Yu Suzuki. Yu Suzuki is one of the most important minds that Sega had ever fostered. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of the uh, most successful game designers of all time. Uh, he's the godfather of a lot of the technology that went into the Naomi board, which is the 3D technology that went into design, a lot of the, the innards of the Dreamcast, but most importantly, all of their arcade hardware that was uh, that was all powered in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So games like the uh, Virtual Racing, Virtual On, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Virtual Cop, uh, Virtual Fighter, mm-hmm. uh, all the Outrun... Virtual- the, vir- the virtual library, as you would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, virtual tennis. I mean, like all yeah. these games were designed uh, upon a lot of that technology, uh, and a lot of these games were designed by Yu Suzuki. Um, Yu Suzuki was uh, a Ferrari F2, 255, whatever it was, uh, that was uh, another uh, racing game that was his design. Uh, he was very much a renaissance man. He was the kind of guy that, like, whatever he put his hands on turned to fucking gold. <laughs> he had the Midas touch right, for the yeah. longest time. Sure. So, uh... And then he touched his daughter, and he lost her forever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go on. Don't touch your kids. <laughs> no, don't touch your... Well, I mean, you know... It's, it's a good lesson. You can hug your kid. <laughs> That's okay, isn't it? Like, not when you have the Midas touch, though. Then no. They turn, then they turn to gold, and it's all downhill. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, so, uh, his name became just synonymous with success. Right. And the, uh, you know, all of the biggest names of technology in Daytona USA and all of these huge Sega rally and just, I mean, every fucking big arcade name right. from the nineties is this guy. Yeah. And, uh, pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Pretty fucking cool guys. You nobody see. did early '90s polygonal 3D in the arcade better than Sega. Yeah, yeah. And I, the fact that they could never fucking figure out how to get that home right. is a goddamn fucking tragedy. Yeah, yeah. Into the home consoles, you mean? Yeah. It, uh, I, I remember. I remember Virtual Fighter. <coughs> When Virtual Fighter first came on the, you know, came into the arcade scene, it was just like, no one can live at this speed. What, you know, what is this? You know, 
it, it was just like ridiculous to see it. Um, nothing else looked like that, obviously, and you know it, it didn't matter back then that the that everybody looked crude and there were no connecting joints anywhere. They were just blocks on top of each other. It didn't matter because it was just like nothing. Nothing's ever been this virtual before that. So, you know, uh, I loved playing that game. Um, I can't remember who I played. Um, oh, who was your guy in that? I've always been an Akira, Akira guy. Akira guy. Most people are Akira. Um, I, I don't, I'm not sure who I was. Maybe, was Pan in the first one? I believe. I believe she was. It was probably Pan. Um, uh, I can't remember who all I played in that, but uh, yeah, it just, it's one of those games... Uh, that just, it sparked a lot Nina. of talk. What's that? Nina. Nina, yeah, Nina was in it. It sparked a lot of talk, that game. Like, everybody who saw that game, or saw that game in the arcade, which is, for the first time, was like, what the heck? Because we were used to Mortal Kombat, we were used to uh, Street Fighter. They were two completely different things, but it was like, oh, the, you know, fighting games are never going to be different from this, right? And then here comes this game that's got 3D, full rotating, you know, 3D spectrum, you can... Dodge sideways, all that crap. It was. Uh, I never amazing. bought into Virtual Fighter very big until two. Right. Um, I thought one was a great experiment. I sure. thought two is where the uh, they, yeah where the rubber really hit the road. Sure. They for me, uh, Virtual Racing, and then the follow up uh, uh, Sega. Uh, uh, sorry, Daytona USA. Sure. Um, those games blew me away. Right. Those games. Changed my goddamn life. Mm. <laughs> uh, as a guy that wanted nothing more than to have a thing at my house that simulated racing a car. Right, yeah. Uh, it just, in the arcade, that experience, that fucking force feedback, the ability of that thing to just jerk the wheel out of your hands. Right, yeah. Uh, under a big collision. I just fucking, I loved that game. Yeah. And so, I digress. Sure. Um,. The uh, so running off of all the success, Yu Suzuki's name just becomes synonymous with money, right? Just uh, a cash so drop. He gets granted the opportunity to make his ultimate masterpiece, right? Which uh, is going to be released for the Sega Saturn, mm-hmm. uh, the home console that had just come out at that time, right? So he begins work on this game in 1995. Mm-hmm. Uh, 95 was the uh, a very infamous year that mm-hmm. is the year that the uh, that the PlayStation launched it's also the year that the Sega Saturn launched right Sega knew that Sony really had something on their hands yeah so that is the year that Sega Saturn came out the day of E3 yeah where they showed up at E3 and said and this is the Sega Saturn here are the launch titles and you can go get it at KB Toys Right now. <laughs> and <clears throat> and everybody said, what? <laughs> and Followed by puffs of smoke as they exited their seats. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, uh, you know, that, that was <clears throat> Sega seeing early on that that was, uh, they were going to have some trouble. Right. Uh, it was now a three horse race. Right. <clears throat> Nintendo had always been the heavy hitter. Sony looked like they were bringing something to the table that nobody else could do. Right. Um, uh, and, you know, Sega had brought a 2D powerhouse yeah. to a 3D gunfight. Right. And uh, that was probably not going to end well. 
But uh, they had found ways to work around that. And, uh, you know, if anybody could find a way to make a hardware, you know, work the way that you would want it to, it'd be Yu Suzuki. Right. So he began work on Shenmue. Mm -hmm. Uh, Around 1997, it starts to become pretty clear that this isn't going well. Right. Uh, The Sega Saturn did fairly well in Japan. Okay. Dismal in the States. Yeah, absolutely crashed in the United States. You want a you want a clear example of how poorly it did. Go to a used game shop that specializes in everything. Yeah. Look at how few Saturn games there are. Right. <clears throat> and typically all you'll find are a couple of bad sports games. Right, yeah. That's about right. it. Yeah. I've got a wall of them. You're right. And they're just hard to get. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and a lot of them have gotten really expensive. Yeah. Just because there's just not many of them out there. Yeah, they didn't come out there. Uh, and, you know, games like, you know, Panzer Dragoon Saga, I mean, depending on if you've got it sealed and what condition it's in, you know, those bring up to $1,000. Right, yeah. Uh, it's not available anywhere else. Right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the with the dying of the Sega Saturn... Uh, uh, basically, Sega uh, interior uh, their interior design team says, "Okay, you. <clears throat> what we're gonna do is we're gonna move. Hey, you, <laughs> you. <laughs> <clears throat> we're gonna move uh, Shenmue to the Dreamcast. Right. It's going to be uh, a big flagship title for that. In the meantime, do us a favor. Go make Virtual Fighter. Hmm. So we made Virtual Fighter Three TB. Well, right. we made Virtual Fighter Three for arcades." And then the home version that came out for the Dreamcast at launch, right. Virtual Fighter 3 TB, kind of became one of those proving ground games for the new technology. Right. Helped them hammer out the engine for Shenmue. Sure. Yada, yada, yada. So, uh, Virtual Fighter 3 comes out. Probably the least beloved Virtual Fighter game. Definitely felt very rushed. A lot mm-hmm. of the changes people didn't really like. Uh, but it was an important game in the sense that it got everybody acclimated to the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, uh, you know, he was not part of Sonic Team. Yeah. Uh, so for everybody else in Sega development land, you know, he was kind of one of the guys who created a lot of tools for him. Right. So he, uh, basically puts together, uh, uh, Shenmue and the game comes out in, uh, uh, the fall of, uh, 2000. Yeah. That game, uh, at the time that, that it a, came out... Was it that was, a full year after, or almost a full year? It was a full year. Full year. Full year. Uh, 9999 was yeah. the launch, and I believe this game yeah. came out in uh, November of, oh. uh, of 2000. Yeah. So. Uh, this was uh, when the Black Label Dreamcast games were coming out. This was also just before the end. Right. Just before the collapse of... Yeah. Uh, the Dreamcast and the pretty much the collapse of Sega. January of 2001 when they announced, mm-hmm. uh, guys, we're not making consoles anymore. <clears throat> About that. <laughs> About that whole console market thing. Uh, yeah. We're dead. So. I, I know a guy that was on that conference call. Oh, really? He was on the conference call where they. When Peter Moore came on the line and said, Wow, was he working at Sega? All right. Well, obviously, he was the president. He was, he yeah. was the guy who launched yeah. the Dreamcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, That's what got him the job at Microsoft. Wow, really? <laughs> Your friend? 
No, no. Oh, I thought, Peter you, said, Moore. No, oh, I thought you were your friend. I was like, what? No, <laughs> no, no. Okay, yeah, no. No, yeah. Uh, Peter Moore. That's what got him the job at oh, Microsoft. Okay. Was gotcha. Like, yeah. Because the 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 yeah. launch of the Dreamcast in the United States was seen as like a huge success, right? Because Sega's stock could not have been hmm. more sour. At right. That point. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Low. And then they yeah. managed through their marketing and the fucking like the whole like looking in the red dot and all the characters <laughs> yeah. lived in there. Right. That whole marketing campaign was incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah. Solid. Um, you don't know what it was like back in the Genesis days, <laughs> getting beat by the same whack play over and over. Man, I think Jimbo ate a bad taco. I remember those commercials like it was fucking yesterday. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that was just off the head. Yeah. I just rem- it just remembered all that. Came back. Came all crush- crashing back to you. Um, but, yeah, uh, even though that this this thing came... You know, like in the mid lifespan of this very the end. short, the yeah. end of the lifespan. Well, life, yeah, yeah, the end of the lifespan. Because what, what was it, 2001? It was the yeah, yeah, God. So January of 2001. I mean, you say the end of the life, but it's this did not have a long lifespan. This thing's two years. It, it lasted two years. That was it, and then it died, um, which sucks. Um, there's a lot of weird games that came out for this game for yeah. this system. Seaman was a weird game, yeah. very bizarre and experimental. Um, Fantasy Star Online. Fantasy Star Online uh, is a very weird game. Choo Choo Rocket. Choo Choo Rocket is amazing. I fucking love that game. Uh, I can only but, play like 40 minutes of it at a time. Yeah, right? And then I just <laughs> need to go sit in a dark room just for sit, a while. Like, yeah, just no color. Yeah, it's, it's like black and white screen. That's the only thing you can manage. I don't know why they never uh, brought Choo Choo Rocket anywhere else. Right? They, they should bring Choo Choo Rocket somewhere else. That game's amazing. Um, but uh, fucking cats. Those goddamn cats. Anyway, um, but anyway, um, basically, this game came at the end of a, a of a lifespan of something. Else. What? What would you say this thing overall contributed to gaming in general? I, I'm not there yet. Okay, all right. I want to say one thing, and then I'll say that. All right, sure. You do know that this game, when it came out, was the most expensive game ever made, right? Yes, it was very... Was it like... The most expensive game ever made. It was like 110? What was it? I, was no, it? I, I know the development cost was over $60 million. Oh, Oh, for developing. Oh, I thought you meant for... Okay, gotcha. Yeah, $60 million. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a game. For yeah. that time, yeah, it's an astronomical yeah. amount of money. Nothing, no game cost that much in that day. Nowadays, that's like your average, a you know, triple A. You know, that's your that's your average triple triple A title that they're probably not even going to market that much. But I mean, by the time you yeah. market the game, by the time you distribute the game, by the time the distributors get their cut and the shipping costs and everything, packaging materials and everything else that goes into this, yeah. You're looking at you've got to sell a million to break even, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't do that. <laughs> they didn't quite break the million mark, did they? No. Oh boy. Um, yeah. yeah. They 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 took a bath on this game. <laughs> <laughs> Just really sank hard. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. It really is because they they wanted something special. They absolutely did, and. Uh, they they tried for something special, um, which is kind of tantamount to the Dreamcast in general, I would say. Uh, but um, what would you say about this game? Uh, in I think this is uh, it, it's arguably one of the most uh, lingering video games as far as influence goes. In the modern era. Mm-hmm. And I consider the modern era to be PlayStation 1 forward. Right. Because if you think about series. Yeah. If you think about 
franchises. Lasting uh, effects of not just for the franchise itself. Like, right. Yeah, there's still a cardboard box and Metal Gear. Right. But nobody else is now looking at a cardboard box and going, what about a cardboard <laughs> box? <laughs> Maybe you can wear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... It, that game, it created what they call the QTE. Yeah. The quick, quick time event. Time event. Or as everybody, you know, everybody says the Shenmue quick time event. Right. Or the God of War quick time event. Right. Or the right. phrase quick time event, yeah. QTE, comes from Shenmue. Yeah. Yeah. And at that time, everybody was like, QTE, right. it's like Dragon's Lair. It's like, yeah. At this point, if you say Dragon's Lair, most people are like, what? The what? Is that the Don Bluth game. People go, who? Uh, Don who? <laughs> Don who? Um, yeah, no. Like, when, when you equate quick time events, it typically goes to God of War or Res 4. Resident Evil 4. Typically where it goes, but Shenmue is the creator of that. I remember that specifically. Um, you know, it... it yeah. Fucking marketing buzzwords. Yeah, they are. <laughs> marketing buzzwords. QTE, uh, as you know. Um, or like, remember, God, what was that game a few years ago that had the smart system... Smooth movement across rough terrain. Smart, mo- smooth movement across rough terrain was yeah. the. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> it, was, it was some kind of shooter that was terrible. Smart movement. <coughs> um, uh, Brink. That was the game that had Brink. Smart. Yeah, the there Brink you was go. the game. All right, it was terrible. Brink. Um, but it, it, this game has like very lasting effects. It's uh, mm. the one thing that I'll give it is that. The things that Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas did are things that that they did really well are things that this game didn't necessarily attempt. Right. But the things that this game did really well are things that that game never attempted. Sure. This is kind of the missing piece to Grand Theft Auto from that era. Sure. Like, you know, Grand Theft Auto, all the missions where you had to go beat somebody up, where you <laughs> had to shoot anybody. Shoot everybody were, in this nightclub. They were poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all just lock-on stuff and things like that. Like, the combat in this game is fantastic. Right. The, uh, you know, existing in a world in this game is really well done. Yeah, yeah. It's really hyper-realized. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's something about Grand Theft Auto in, in, the, in that era that... It always kind of felt like you were a man in a series of gray boxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this game, it just there's something about the, the the realization of the time and the place and your setting and mm-hmm. your relationship to that world. That's that's very good, and it's you know it, it, I think it's said too much and things like that, but like I feel like the city is almost more of a character than you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it does. It, it does have like even even in its most robotic moments of uh, of you know characterization, they, there is a, a small town feel to this game, like very much so. That the characters are diverse enough. You know, there's the the, the, the truck guy, the, the hot dog truck guy, Tom. Yeah, there's Tom. Tom, the hot dog. Uh, dude, I'm convinced he is selling fucking weed. Oh, out weed of that truck. out of oh, absolutely weed out of that truck. You kidding me? You're talking about his homemade pickles. Yeah, yeah. that's his. That's just gonna make st- you feel all right. Yeah, yeah. That's his stank. You know, that's his stank stash in the back, man. I'm telling you. Anyway, um, stinkiest weed. The stinky, the sticky icky, my friend. Um, <coughs> but uh, I'm terrible with uh, 
I I never did drugs. So I have no idea what the those. I definitely tell. I, I have no idea what those things are. I have no comment. <laughs> the more that I describe, like, uh, like no lingo from uh, from drug usage, the more it becomes more obvious that I've never done drugs in my life. Um, but I'll yeah. just say I listened to a lot of rap music in the nineties. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, it, it does have a small, it does have like a real feel to it. There's an actual, um, atmosphere throughout this game, um, that is sometimes broken by the, or the, the weird out of place, you know, too close to the microphone oh, yeah. recording, <laughs> but you know, it's just that, that, that was just a thing of the time. You didn't think about it back then. Cause yeah. it was just like, these people were talking. That's. That's amazing. It doesn't matter that it doesn't yeah, sound. All good. of these people have different voices. All these people have different voices. They all yeah. talk. They have different dialogue slots. You talk to them several times. They say different things. We talked to that blue coat lady. She had two different ways to say, "I'm not talking to you." Yeah, that's it. Nothing had that. You know, it was just like it was the same text crawl, is what you would get in those situations. Yeah. Um. It. It's. It, um. This game. I remember culturally it being very divisive. It was. It was very. People either loved or hated this game. I remember that specifically. It was on so many best of lists and worst of lists, more so than any other game I've ever seen. Like it just, it's just that cup of tea type of game. It's like if it's not yours, you're not gonna like it, and if it is, you will. And I guess there's some in between of like that's a nice experiment. There's definitely merit to this thing. You know what I mean? It's well, and here's the thing: is that like when that game is firing out on all cylinders, yeah, and when you've got a fucking fight scene or you've got a fucking chase scene that's QTE, yeah, yeah, and everything's going great, it's fucking awesome, yeah. And when you are just fucking mired or can't find where to fucking go, <laughs> yeah, or fucking trying to jam your goddamn character down a fucking tight corridor, right? Yeah, or sitting through those interminable goddamn load screens. <laughs> That game can be yeah. kind of a drag. Or, as you said, because we were trying to get to Tom's hot dog truck, um, when you're trying to get to a specific part, it becomes frustrating because you have to accomplish these things first. Yeah. And when you have to go back, you realize this is infuriatingly slow. <laughs> you know? And, you know, when you're just... I think in this game, in the case of this game, when you are just in the moment... And just letting the game happen, you're not trying to get to a specific part. This game just is a delight. It just kind of you are hanging out in the U arcade, yeah, and you are playing fucking Space Harrier, playing some Space Harrier or some Hang On, play some Hang On. You know, dope. It doesn't come with a doesn't come with those cool sliding uh, uh, motorcycles. Sadly, no, no. I I was kicking my chair outside there (laughs) whenever I was trying to turn. Oh, 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 oh. Doing it, doing it. <laughs> but yeah, like I, this is probably one of the hardest games to talk about. It's, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's something that putting words behind like the equal parts like incredible frustration that you get at some of the latter parts of this game. The once you get to the docks and you know what's happening, right. But you're just waiting for the story to decide that it wants to f- the fucking character to realize <laughs> yeah. what's happening. Yeah, that that's kind of infuriating. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. That that's like revealing the answer to a mystery to an audience, 
and waiting for the character in the movie to figure out the rest of the mystery. Well, and, and you know, and especially if you're really good at this game, you can outpace the story and just need days to pass. Right. Yeah. So you just have to what like play the play the card game, fucking or, hang out. Yeah, just hang out and what's the card game or the like the I forget what it's called. I think you can play mahjong in it. Yeah, you can play mahjong. What's the game? I can't remember what it is. The lucky hit. Lucky hit. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It plays lucky, lucky hit. I think <laughs> lucky hits in the second one. Okay, it might be the second one. Yeah, like you know, game of lucky hit. But you know, it, how about lucky hit? How about some lucky hit? Would you like to try game of lucky hit? Lucky hit. But this game will always. It is too. Yeah, yeah, it is too. Yeah, but this game will always live on in infamy, regardless of of its shortcomings. Uh, you know that that it, you know that obviously are shown that show harshly today. Um, I had a question for you. Yeah. Say so I could put out a disc with these two on it. Yeah. Would I buy it? No, or, do they do it? Do they do it? Oh, do they put out a disc with these two on it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, they got three coming, so... <laughs> you may They, they technically coming. don't. Yeah, but it's not there. Oh, that's right, because it's... Yeah. Are they just going to cash in on fucking used Oh, game? they should. Like, that would be... That would be brilliant. It'd be smart. It'd be a smart thing to do. Like, you know, like I think if I were thing. Sega and the only thing I knew how to make put was it fucking Yakuza, yeah, I would fucking dump this thing out there. Yeah, put it on the virtual console, something like just like get it on there. You know, I guess that's another thing that we should probably mention is Yakuza. Yeah, Yakuza. That is the spiritual successor to these games. Uh, yeah, uh, is it the same engine? Everything? No, is, no, no, but it's. It was was it built kind of to mimic it? Was that? Yeah, I, there may have been some of this tech in there, but Yakuza was a game that was built for the PS2 in Japan. Yeah, uh, it was uh, the original Yakuza was brought over with with great fanfare, right? And given uh, an American voice acting cast with like fucking Michelle Rodriguez mm-hmm. and Michael Madsen and shit. I remember that. And yeah. Uh, fucking Michael Madsen was in every goddamn fucking game, and he was so fucking drunk and terrible in all of those fucking games. Um, there's, he, is there a time when Matt, when he actually gives a shit anymore? I think Reservoir Dogs was the last time he gave a fucking shit. I think he's sober now. <laughs> is he? Okay. Good for I think him. he's sober now. Well, good for him. Maybe he's good in something else. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, he just seems like Bruce Willis is now. Like, just the not caring, going through the fucking motions kind of a guy. I remember when I used to like Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was amazing. And then he just like decided I'll phone in the rest of my career. And the only time was I ever Live Free or Die Hard the last good one. That was the Live Free or Die Hard was the one with with uh No, that was the awful one, wasn't it? No, the new one. That was one. that was a good day to die hard. Yeah. That was the yeah, the the Justin Long one was the last good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he Kevin was, Smith was in there. Yeah, he was awake during that one. Um and uh the last movie I saw where he would where he was actually acting and looked like he gave a shit was Looper. It's the last movie I saw where he looked like he gave a shit about anything going on. So they pulled something out of him for that one, but the rest of it was just like, eh, whatever, just, you know, I'm here, give me my paycheck. Looper, that's one with, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. Uh, is Philip Seymour? No, no, it's got, uh, it's Jeff Bridges is, no, yeah, Jeff Daniels, that's it. Jeff Daniels is in it, and uh, Joe's Gordon-Levitt. So there you go. I was yeah, thinking Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right, yeah. Joseph Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, yeah. They're basically the same guy. They're basically the same dude, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, you know, Bruce Willis and him were the same dude, clearly, because they casted them. Um, but no, um, 
Yeah, the Yakuza games. Um, yeah, they they, uh, they the the original one came out to a to a great deal of fanfare, right? Uh, in the United States, and uh, it didn't do well at all. No, yeah. it didn't review very well. <sighs> it, it the American public didn't necessarily they didn't latch onto it. Well, it. They didn't latch onto it in the droves that needed to for the amount of uh, marketing that was put into it and the push that was put behind it. Sure. Um, so after some delay, Yakuza 2 was eventually brought over to the United States with all original Japanese dialogue and just subtitles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Much better. Much better. Yakuza 2? Yeah. Much better. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yakuza 3, uh, after some delays and some controversy was brought over... Uh, for the PlayStation 3, after they chose not to bring the Yakuza uh, medieval time, well, their uh, ancient Japan game. Uh, They chose not to bring that one over, but they brought Yakuza 3 over. That game came over to some controversy, though, because they took out some of the... uh, 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 some of the uh, Hostess Club mini-games and things like that out of it. Oh, because right. They, uh, right. And a lot of that stuff was like kind of the, the Japanese flavor in that game. Sure, They yeah. said, oh, we just didn't think like American audiences would understand we it. Really care, and one yeah. of the other things about it is that like some of the mini-games and stuff that they took out were some of the money sinks in that game that would actually help turn some money for you, which made that game hard to advance your money. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So you had to grind a lot more in that game mm, uh, yeah. without some of the gambling in there. Yeah. Uh, so that game... Didn't do so well. Uh, Yakuza 4 pretty much came over uh, completely untouched. Yeah, yeah. They just said, yo, here's, here's some subtitles, <laughs> yeah. go. Here's Yakuza and 4. Yakuza 4? Yeah. Awesome. So, so basically, they should just bring them over untouched with subs and let it happen. Well, just because the kind of people that are going to be playing Yakuza at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They're, those are the people that want that. Right. Yeah. They know what they're getting. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's, it's minimal amount of <coughs> uh, reproduction for that. You put out subtitles. That's it. You get a translator. Put them out and throw it up there because people. Well, and the nice thing is, I mean, to bring that game out in the United States, given the kind of treatment that they're giving to it, all you have to do is print a disc. Yeah. Because <clears throat> to put that game out in Asian territories, they subtitle them in English. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, to put something out in South Korea, they just subtitle it in English. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's kind of the way that I was buying a lot of uh, Asian. Japanese 360 games. Right. Uh, I've got a lot of Asian Japanese 360 games that, that are non-region. Yeah. Uh, kind of a weird sidetrack here. But uh, the 360 era, the systems were region locked, except for the games for the Asian territories. Mm-hmm. And in Asian territories, those games were like 40 bucks. Yeah. As opposed to 60. Huh. And they would sometimes come out even a little bit early, like a week or two early. Yeah. So, like, uh, my copy of Crackdown yeah. is Asian. Mm. And... It's fucking great. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> a copy of Ninja Blade right. is fucking Asian. It's, Asian, it's got yeah. all kinds of fucking crazy Asian writing on it. Love and all it. the achievements are in fucking Japanese. And I don't know what it's about. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That game's all right. All right. There you go. But, uh, yeah. Like, I, I, I fucking... I, I think the, the Yakuza treatment that they've ended up doing in the wake of that... Yakuza is a much better franchise. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It's a much better franchise. It's a much more interesting franchise. It's a much more relevant franchise. Right. It's a big success in Japan. Yeah. It's a, it does fine everywhere else, mm-hmm. but it does enough business there that it matters. Right, right, right. Um, Shenmue will never matter anywhere. <laughs> 
the original Shenmue? Or no, that no <laughs> Shenmue really? it, will I, ever matter. I, I think it... Well, I mean, would you say that... Uh, there were 30,000 backers. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying... 30,000 people is not a million people. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it did hit its... I didn't back that thing. No? Yeah? Because I'm convinced it's not gonna fucking come out! <laughs> I think it will come out, absolutely. Um, I didn't back it because I don't really have that love for this game or this franchise, as you said. Um... But, you know, I think it has a it, it has a great place in history, I think. It always will. You know, if that uh, game it will <laughs> comes out... When it comes out, yeah. If that game <laughs> comes out, I will buy and play it. Okay, And cool. probably enjoy it. And probably enjoy it. But it's just, you're just convinced it's never going to happen. So, no! Yeah. Weren't you convinced that Last Guardian was done for? I, I feel like... Yeah, yeah. I'm well, gonna, I, I, I can't, well, the, to be fair, I was too. And I, I had the opinion. Uh, yeah. I had the opinion and, of yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. Right. Yeah. And then yeah, I yeah. saw it. Yeah. You saw. I'm still not convinced. You you saw it prior to that too, because you saw they put the one guy on it who finishes shit for him. Yeah. And I didn't notice that. And then lo and behold, E3 they had a fucking trailer. So amazing. So yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. That's gonna do it for this episode. I think that's all we can say about this. Uh, check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash video destruct. Uh, this is our Dreamcast week and everything. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitter at, at video destruct. You can check Hoss out on Twitter at Hoss underscore buddy. Uh, he does a lot, he posts a lot of crazy stuff, talks to insane wrestlers and, you know, stuff and like that. Most of the time talking about professional wrestling. And most of the time talking about professional wrestling and talks to wrestlers who talk back to him somehow. I don't know how he does it, but whatever. Um, He's talking to DDP this week. He did, of course. Yeah, of course you did. Um, yeah. Chuck Palumbo. Um, <laughs> so, I don't want name drop here. I don't want to name drop any of them except <laughs> all of it. Uh, coming up in a few days on the anniversary, it's when it's going to get posted. Coming up in a few days, we're going to be having the final Dreamcast Video Destruct podcast, um, and it's going to be uh, your favorite game of all time, uh, if that is correct. 100%. 100% your favorite game of all time, our 50th episode. And this is the first time ever that we will have predicted a game we're going to talk about and actually, well actually, and actually talk about. That was this week, actually, because we said we were going to do Shenmue. Sure. So this week is actually the first time, but again, next week... Or next, in a few days, in a few days, if we didn't give last week, whatever, uh, we're going to be talking about Crazy Taxi. So at stay, some point. At, at some point, we're going to have that up. Uh, on 9-9-2015, uh, uh, you will see our 50th episode. 50 episodes! That's insane! That's crazy. We've technically had more than 50 episodes. We have, but it, this is our, our our officially numbered 50th episode, because we have two-parters, three-parters, all we're, we're actually closer to 60. We are closer to 60. This is our 50th episode. I'm maintaining it, okay? <laughs> I'm maintaining this is our 50th episode. And if you count so. the Schmoz cast, we have like 100 <laughs> That's a different show. <laughs> like, stop ruining this for me. Episode 100! Episode 100, which is our 50th episode! Hooray! Oh, you son of a bitch.